Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. I love these little short questions that we can answer for you. Two chances every week to get on the air. This bonus call of the week we drop on Tuesdays, but you might listen to it whenever. And then after the longer show on Thursdays, we've got another opportunity for you to get on the air with us. The easiest way to contact us is to send an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. That's ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. That is what Bob did. He is calling from Philadelphia, one of my favorite cities, because I I do love a cheesesteak. Okay, quick question off the top, Bob. Best cheesesteak in Philly? I think that there are three main choices. Which is your favorite? Oh, I know what you're thinking. Um, Pat's, Gina's, or Jim's, but I'm going to go with Della Sandra's. All right. Best, 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 absolutely, hands down. All right. I, Mark, get that down. we got to go to Philly soon. Uh, okay, so, Bob, what can I do for you today? Jill, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. This is a real treat. Uh, the question I have, is I'm trying to protect my downside as I look ahead to not retirement, but what my next uh, opportunity is. I've been with the same company for about 30 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do not have a pension, but I've been uh, saving in a 401k. uh, And now I'm just concerned that if there's something that occurs like in 2008, I would. I don't want to see half of it disappear and then have to, you know, work until I'm 75. Mm, I hate that idea. Also, it's so funny because I've been doing some research about 10 years ago in the financial crisis, and you raise a fantastic point, which is I think before the financial crisis in 2008 hit, a lot of people who were nearing retirement were just enjoying the bull market. And since then, I think we all have maybe retooled our expectations about what it means to retire and also the risk that we take. So I think this is a a great opportunity to ask that question. So tell me about yourself and the money you have, kind of the general situation. How old are you, married, all that fun stuff? Sure. Okay. I am 56 years old. Um, I am married. I have three kids. Uh, My current salary is $150,000. I actually am in the ice cream business. Uh, my wife is a nurse. She makes $50,000 working part-time, three days a week. Uh, we have no debt to speak of. Um, we've put two kids through school already with a third uh, waiting to, to go in two years. Uh, and then as far as retirement monies are concerned, I have 600000 in a 401k. She has 200000 in a 403b. Uh, we have a combined Roth of 125, and then other investments of 125, with 40,000 dollars in cash. Then we have some money set aside for in a 529 for uh, number three. And then, like I said, no debt on uh, house is paid for. But uh, I, I, I'm in a I'm in a place where the the folks in my office, uh, I'm there, there's a group of guys that are about 10 years older than me mm-hmm. that were really impacted by what happened. Um, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and they've had to delay getting, you know, moving on. And I just look at those guys, and they, they're struggling because what they thought they had uh, disappeared, and they've been kind of working back over that period of time. So that's kind of what is is making me ask these questions. Yeah, I think that's that's very smart of you. How much longer do you think you are likely to work, Bob? 
I would like to work in this particular job probably for another three or four years. Okay. And then transition into something that I know will pay far less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done some volunteer work. I'm, I'm not looking to uh, give up the salary entirely, mm-hmm. but I am looking into, I've, I've worked already with some organizations that I know that I could uh, you know, get into, but would pay about a third of what I'm what I'm making. Okay, so it, if if I looked forward, if I said in three or four years, let's just call it four years, and and your wife also in her mid fifties. My wife, yes, she's fifty four. Okay, so if we looked at you know four or five years from now, um, and you went from making fifty to uh, one fifty to fifty, right? Yes. And your wife, would she continue to work part time also? So could I can could we look at say having you guys make a hundred grand a year or so together for until you reach your full retirement age for Social Security purposes? Yes. Okay, great. And your wife is part time, but I she's a nurse, so do you get her your benefits through her? Correct. Okay, great. If you guys made a hundred grand a year, would that be enough after? Because I'm thinking also after college, right? Would that be enough to kind of float your general expenses? Oh yeah, not a not a problem. Fantastic. All right, so now we get into the fun stuff. So you've already saved a million bucks for retirement, a little bit more. Um, you've got other money that's set aside, which is great. My question to you is, how is your money currently invested? Okay. I am 75% in stocks and 25% in bonds. And I just recently changed that uh, only because of I, I, I did a couple of different um, analysis through various websites, and it kept on coming back to that, that type of allocation. Okay. So that's, where I, that's where I am right now. Where were you prior to doing this? I was 90, 90, 10. Um, okay. So here's my question to you. Let's presume in the next five years that, you know, you're going to keep putting money away. And also let's presume in the next five years that there will be a bear market and there will be a recession. So let's talk about those individually. If you looked at like, hey, there's a recession, are you at risk to lose your job? No. No. Okay, good. Obviously, people still get sick during uh, recessions, so being a nurse is a good job. Uh, If you looked at your total portfolio, which has probably been scorching fantastic for the last, you know, obviously um, 10 years or so, if you saw your million dollars go to 800, could you prevent yourself from selling? Yes, I can. Okay. Does your wife have a similar risk appetite as you? She she does. And the one thing that's been interesting is that, you know, again, as you reach 55, it's kind of started to moderate mm-hmm. where we were high risk. And then all of a sudden, the, the uh, we just said, okay, we need to kind of uh, take our foot off the pedal a little mm-hmm. bit. And that's why that's 75, 25. Uh, but yeah, we're we're probably you know jumping. If I lost twenty percent, that's yeah. not a problem. I'm I'm concerned about that fifty huge drop. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if you think about it, let's pull the clock back. It is now the fall of two thousand seven. You call me up and you say, "Well, this bull market's been going on for a while. This housing stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to retire in ten years. What do you think?" And probably at that time, and the same advice I would give now is like, hmm, 75-25 is not bad. It's like, honestly, you have a riskier portfolio than I have because I don't like risk. To me, it's not that I would sell if the market were down 20%, but I don't get enough joy of like the incremental upside against the downside. I just hate losing. So if, if, if you had been 2007 
and you wrote it out and you were 7525 and then a year and a half later your million dollars would be worth 550 but you're still working right and that 550 you don't touch you literally say I'm not changing my allocation this sucks but it's not nothing's happening that's different okay what would what would change in your life number one is you probably would not feel comfortable downshifting three or four years later you probably would feel like I'm gonna work as hard as I can for as long as I can till I get back up to that million dollar number and then some right and you recover and things are going great right the problem with the um, with the allocation as it stands right now is not that it'll blow up your whole retirement because it probably won't it's that you may feel uptight if something bad happens in the economy if something bad happens in the markets that leads to uh, an outcome that would change your forward progress towards this different game plan so if you feel like that three to four year goal of kind of downshifting is really important then I would say to you I think you're still taking too much risk okay all right so again I am telling you this because I am a wimp <laughs> right I, I'm, I'm becoming I'm becoming a wimp oh my <laughs> and god okay. and, and I'm okay with that exactly I would say that if you don't want to do it let's think about the money that you're gonna access and in what order you would access it right so the money that's a non-qualified investment right and just a plain old investment account not retirement not Roth right I would say that that is definitely a candidate for a 60 40 okay then the next would be your deferred accounts and I would say that that would be a candidate to go I don't know maybe 65 35 or maybe maybe 70 30 okay and then the the Roth accounts I think you can keep pressing down the accelerator because it's the last money that you're gonna access so that to me I, I'm fine with you being 75 25 but I would just pull back the risk a little bit and what are you giving up at this point I mean let's be honest you have had a tremendous unbelievable performance over the last decade it's been amazing right Correct. so why why are we risking that for another few percent or even 10% let's say that like the market goes up from here another 15% but by changing your allocation you only get nine of that 15% that's great that nine is fine you just mm-hmm. don't want to you don't want to blow it and you're in the I don't want to blow it phase so you you would recommend the 65 in equities and then 35% in bonds yeah boring completely no, that's boring. good I'm, 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 I'm looking at 60 40 even because like I said I want to be I want to be boring listen mark will tell you I may be the single most wimpy investment person you've ever met and part of that is because I really have great respect for risk and I have great respect for what it feels like to lose a lot of money and therefore it's kind of like it's like swimming in the ocean God it's great I swim in the ocean it's so amazing and you go in one day it's a little bit rough you're like yeah I'm a good swimmer I can I can swim in the ocean it's fine and then you get clocked by a wave and you walk out and you say holy smokes that is dangerous in there I I remember now it's dangerous that's what a bear market feels like and as you get older the way you walk out of that water really does change and so you've done an incredible job of saving you and your wife 
get this kid through college, execute your plan, downshift, work like it's so much fun and you're love getting up in the morning and make your 50, let her make her 50, kids are okay, be mindful of the risk you have in your portfolio, and then run out the clock and have fun. That's amazing. That's great. I I appreciate it very much. This is, uh, you know, you've been helpful and you're helpful every week. Oh, well, thank you so much. By the way, I am a great fan of ice cream. So let me just be clear to you. What I love is I love any coffee or mocha based ice cream. I put that to you just so I put it out there. You know, you never know when we might meet. Okay. I hear you. All right, man. Take care. Good luck. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off Bonus Question of the Week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. Better Off.